Hello, good morning, and welcome to We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. It's Wednesday, September 12th, 2018. Episode 273. Holy moly, donut shop. Got a lot of episodes. 61 degrees this morning here in upstate New York. Feels like it's 61. Highs are going to be about 73, so that will be nice. Winds are out of the east at 2 miles per hour. What do we got to do today? Lots of stuff, so hope you stick around. When we come back, we'll get right into our positive quote and then other stuff and things. Stay tuned. Hey, you made it back. Awesome, groovy. Great to have you back. Kudos to you. (laughs) Short little applause. All right, let's start with our positive quote. Fortune sides with him who dares. Virgil. Fortune sides with him who dares. Be daring today. Do something different. Go towards your uncomfortable and try to do something different. You're never going to have Wednesday, September 12th, 2018 again, ever again. So you might as well make it count. So I'm back in New York and it's nice. And I wanted to share a little bit more um, of my time in Bend, Oregon with you. So stick around and we'll uh, do that when we come back. It seems like just yesterday that I was in Bend, Oregon. Oh, wait, that's right. It was just a couple days ago. So what else did I do in Bend besides help my buddy and go see Pilot Butte, like I told you about Monday, and Smith Rock? I got to see some nature, and it was beautiful. But I also got to have my first experience at a dispensary, a a marijuana dispensary. In Oregon, it is legal, marijuana is. So yeah, that was my first time, first undertaking. When I was in rehab three years ago in California, they had dispensaries, but they were medical only, and they have since passed to recreation, recreational. And when I was in Bend, uh, the first couple of days, obviously, I'm getting acclimated, taking care of my buddy, and all that kind of stuff. And my buddy's like, you have to go to a dispensary. And I'm like, oh no, I'm too nervous. And he's like, no, you got to go, you got to go, and... Make sure when you get in, you have them open up the jar so you can smell it and all that. And I'm like, no, I I just, I felt too nervous. But I ended up uh, having to go. In Bend, Oregon alone, there's over 40 dispensaries right in the area that I was at. So they were everywhere. And a lot of the places delivered, like Domino's. So you put in your order and they deliver right to your house. I I just couldn't believe it. It was really an eye-opener for me. And... um. One of the first places I got ready to go, I was asking my buddy about um, going to an ATM because he's like, yeah, a lot of those places only take cash, but they have ATM machines right in the dispensary. So I walked into the first one I went in, I'm nervous and I'm all just feeling like I'm doing something wrong and I'm going to get in trouble. And I go up to the counter and everybody's really friendly to me. And I was like, hi, um, I was wondering, do you, you know, Oh, I see an ATM. I said to them, they're like, yep, but we, we take debit. I'm like, you do? And they go, yeah. And I'm like, but I'm from New York. And they just kind of looked at me funny. Like that doesn't matter. But I figured since I was using all my New York stuff, cause I still had to show them my New York driver's license and everything, but it didn't matter. And, um, so a shopping, I went and it was fun. It was strange to be able to, uh, pick and choose what you want and get the strain and the potency of what you wanted. One of the places I went, after I went there, I got, um, I just got like some pre-rolled ones because I was kind of nervous and I just wanted to get in and out for some reason. And then after my experience, I felt like 
I wanted to go back. I wanted to shop around and you can go right on their websites and shop. And like I said, have them deliver it right to you. So the second time I went in, I was a lot more comfortable and uh, I was able to find a really good strain of like, it was called Tahoe OG and it was only $5 a gram. If you don't buy marijuana or anything, that means nothing to you. But $5 a gram is some outrageously low prices. You know, here in the black market in New York, sometimes you're paying 20 bucks a gram for schwank, stuff that's not even good. Here in the dispensary, you know exactly what you're getting, the amount of THC, the amount of CBD, any of that. And um, I really, I thought it was fun. I really, it felt freeing. It felt like, how come every state doesn't do this? And I'm not trying to convert you. I just wanted to tell you about my time of going into a dispensary and how nifty and novel that was for me and a lot of fun. A lot of people there vape their THC. They have little atomizers or vaporizers, little vape pens. And uh, so like say say the flower or the marijuana that you smoke is like 25%. Some of the stuff I got, 25% THC, which is good. The vape oil that you can get and just like a little half gram thing of oil the potency on those are like sometimes 86, 87% THC. So all you need is one or two puffs off from the the vape pen and you're set. It was fun. It was something totally different. And uh, it was interesting to watch my buddy. He's got a trach, like I was telling you guys, and you know. And he would take his vape pen. <laughs> it sounds terrible, but... He didn't, he didn't, he didn't get his trach from smoking. So it's not like he's got lung disease, but he would hold his vape pen up to his trach to be able to get some, uh, marijuana into his system. And that actually helped him. It helped with his anxiety and his nerves. And he did, he was given all kinds of pain medicine, but he didn't want to take them. So he, he just steered right away from his pain meds and, uh, partaked and, trying to vape and then he also made some edibles one day when we were there we made some edibles with some tincture and some oil for him and it was my first experience eating well i i'd tried edibles before but i never really got any body buzz from it or anything and this time i was able to have a couple edibles a brownie and a gummy and it was it was something different all right enough about my dispensary talk let's um let's do a fun fact when we come back i'll be right back all right let's get a wrinkle on our brain who organized the boston tea party remember the boston tea party well you don't remember it because you weren't alive but you remember learning about it in school patriot leader samuel adams organized the now famous tea party with almost 60 members of the sons of liberty the british tea dumped into the boston harbor on the night of 1773 in december the 16th was wait till you hear how much this was worth. It was worth more than seven hundred thousand dollars in today's currency. No wonder why the British were so pissed off. Seven hundred thousand dollars. How weird too that uh, I don't know why this is weird to me. It's not weird, but Sam Adams has a beer named after him. And when I was a beer drinker, which was my drink of choice, I did not care for Sam Adams. It's just too. It's a good beer, too strong for me though. I I was a cheap beer drinker. I liked the Milwaukee's best. Cheaper, the better. I was just renting the stuff anyway. So all that foofy IPAs and 
Guinness and all those type of beers I never liked anyway. So sorry, Sam Adams. But I thought that was kind of neat. $700,000 in today's currency is how much the Sons of Liberty dumped off on the British on the Boston Tea Party in 1773. All right. When we come back, we will get on. Uh... Oh, you know what? I have a phone call. Let's take the phone call first. And then when we come back, who knows what we'll do. I'll be right back. Sir Patrick. So I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, uh, I listened to part of your episode today, probably half of it, here with Foxy before I left the house. And then I listened to the whole thing again at work. And I thought, you know what? I don't think he had any call-ins last episode two weeks ago. And I thought, you know what? I don't think he's had any any call-ins ever since uh, he's quit playing music. So, I humbly say, what gives, dude? Why'd you do that? I know you enjoyed getting phone calls. You tell us all the time. I, I love getting phone calls. So... Did you quit getting phone calls? Am I the only person who calls you? What, you just don't want to play my calls on the air? <laughs> Love you, brother. What gives? What does give? You're right, Desert Fox from Cannabis Conundrum. What gives? Um, I, I love taking phone calls. I absolutely love it. I love hearing from you guys. And I kind of dropped the ball on that. Uh, right before I left to bend I had phone calls and then I got on a plane and I didn't get back to the phone calls and then they were kind of time sensitive there were more um, personal phone calls from you guys calling in wishing me well and then I was not on the airway for two weeks and then they just didn't seem pertinent for me to pl- I don't know it was like um, they they were old and so I felt like they that I don't know like time sensitive and so I felt like some of them, if I played like one of them, uh, I got on the tw- the 20th was one of my last August 20th. And I got some phone calls from you guys congratulating me on my three years sober. And then I had that hiatus. And so some of the phone calls I got when I was away too, I didn't even get back to you guys until a couple days because I was right off social media and everything. So I want to get back on the the podcasting horse, so to say. And taking the phone calls from you guys because I love hearing from you guys. And so if I didn't play your phone call on the air, please, please, please know it's not that you don't matter. You matter immensely. I couldn't do this without you. Um, I called in and did a personal little call back to you. And uh, even though I didn't play them on the airwaves, please know that your calls are very, very important to me. And I love hearing from you guys. And uh, I look forward to playing your phone calls more on the airwaves. So yes, you're absolutely correct, Desert Fox. There has been a little lull in the call and feature lately with We Live on a Planet, and that is my bad. So yeah, I'll own up to it. And I need to, like I said, stay on top of it. You know, I I was just overwhelmed for those couple weeks I was gone and everything went at the wayside. Everything. You know, social media podcasting, just everything. I was really wrapped up in other things. So please know that your calls are important. All right. When we come back, we'll get on to this day of history. 
We'll get another wrinkle on our brain. Stick around. All right, let's try to do this day of history. I'm over at the History Channel's website. I'm going to butcher this name, and I apologize, but I'm going to do my best. The Las Cox Cave Paintings Discovered. Let me spell that. L-A-S-C-A-U-X. Las Cox? Is that how you say it? Las Cox Cave Paintings Discovered. It's weird, though. I'm on this, and it doesn't tell me what date. So... I'm not sure of what date this is. Near Montenac, France, a collection of prehistoric cave paintings are discovered by four teenagers who stumbled down the ancient artwork after following their dog down a narrow entrance into a cavern. The 15,000 to 17,000 year old paintings, consistent mostly of animal representation, are among the finest examples of art from the Upper Paleolithic period. It doesn't say what date, though. That's strange to me. It does say the La Cox Grotto was open to the public in 1948, but was closed in 1963 because artificial light had faded the vivid colors of the paintings and caused algae to grow over some of them. A replica of the La Cox cave was opened nearby in 1983 and receives tens of thousands of visitors annually. I wonder what year they found that cave. It doesn't say. That's strange. Had to have been before 1948, though, because if it was open to the public in 1948, I, I assume it was found sooner than that. So, yeah, that was kind of neat. That's what we um, had for today's show. I do appreciate it. It was kind of a quick show, and I look forward to talking to you guys again. Do your best to stay curious and not judgmental today. And... um Fortune sides with him who dares. Remember that. All right, my friends. It was great talking to you guys, and I look forward to talking to you again real soon. Peace.